are coming to the end of this Tarot Diaries series. We are almost done with the Major Arcana. And if you've been listening, you might have noticed I'm not doing it in order. Or I'm not doing it in um, numerical order anyway. (laughs) So I would like to tell you another personal and strange story from my private catalog of feelings and experiences. Um, so this is, uh, this is a wacky one, but let's go. So, a few weeks ago, I have this dream where I'm in this sort of dystopic reality, wandering through all of these old warehouses and debris and parties and encampments and it's just the world as it might be soon enough or just a dream context of where everything goes that is lost from the space of my waking mind who knows but I'm walking through and there's this tiny fairy um very cute little fairy and she was hanging out in front of this portal and you know me and portals I'm like let me in there so, uh, she says, you can go there anytime. You have to just know the password. And, um, by the way, I've had, uh, I've had many fairy dream experiences and they usually tell me something that's real in waking life. And the way they interact with me is, um, very lucidly, you know, like when talking to a fairy in a dream, I realize that I'm dreaming and I realize that there's sort of this extra dimensional entity that's fairly benevolent but not like um, sugary sweet or anything, just kind of like laying something down, like here's some information that's going to help you remember it if you're wise and forget it if you're dumb, but you know, that that's, and then they move on. So in this dream she says, you can come through the portal anytime. The password (laughs) for you is Y2K, and um, I was was like, what? (laughs) Y2K, like the year? And she's saying, yeah, like the year, but also don't worry about time, like you don't, don't think about the time part, like that's just where the access point is. And I was like, well, I don't know what that means. And she was like, well, figure it out. Like, that's that's on you now. I gotta go. So I was like, damn, I really went in that fucking portal. I wake up thinking, damn, I really went in that fucking portal. How do I get in there? So um, being a total doofus, I Google it. Fairy portal, Y2K. And, you know, it's a bunch of people with unbrushed hair standing in the woods being like, this is a portal for fairies. And, you know, like, they're they're on their own bullshit and blessings to them. I'm not going to talk shit about that because I'm literally on a similar wavelength here. But um, let's just say they weren't helping me out with their particular storytelling. Um, So I was like, this is a, like, maybe I should look into alien sightings, or I I don't know what I was looking for, I was just looking at so many dumb posts on the internet, and then I thought, hmm, I gotta figure this out, 
this is clearly, I need to take a moment from it because this is clearly not the right way at the moment. Um, So I took a rest and I decided to meditate on Y2K. And what happened was, uh, at first I was thinking obtusely, looking in the world for what was up with Y2K, like symbols collectively, and then while I was meditating, I went really tight inside of myself. Um, I went pretty narrow, acutely dropped into what significant weird shit happened in Y2K for me. And for me, in the year Y2K, the year 2000, I um, believed that I was becoming full-blown schizophrenic. I uh, was seeing visions of shadows creeping and crawling against the wall, like inky octopus tentacles and CGI and some shitty movie. It was clearly not a natural way for shadows to fall. And it was so deliberately uh, creepy that it seemed alive, conscious, um, and it seemed intent to creep me out. I heard voices, um, I saw presences, like these sort of creatures that were almost like projected over regular sight consciousness and um, in front of me as if um, in, a, in a different sort of, uh, like kind of like a ghost, you know, like a ghost where you see them but they're kind of transparent and you know that they're both here and not here. And um, they would just look at me deliberately and mockingly, like, talk shit to me. And, you know, it was horrifying. And I, I thought that I was, I thought I was going crazy. I, I was convinced that I was schizophrenic and I was very, very afraid of it. I was very afraid of my future and the life that I was going to live. Um, I was 15 years old. So, I mean, I uh, was basically a child (laughs) I was an old child (laughs) and I was expecting oh shit this is what kind of person I'm gonna be in my life and this is fucking scary as far as scary shit goes one of the more scary things is feeling that you are damned that you're haunted and that um you can't trust yourself. I would stay awake late with this feeling of terror all around me. And, um, I, um, it was, uh, I was just beside myself. I thought I was a crazy person. And, um, crazy as in not the flippant, like, oh, you're so crazy. I can't believe you put you know, ketchup on your fries instead of just dipping them. You're insane. Like, it was more like (laughs) crazy as going off the rails on a crazy train. Like, I was no longer able to make sense of what was around me, trust my own consciousness, trust my environment in any fucking way. Um, And that was a torment, you know, that was genuine torment. So, losing sleep, um, feeling socially ashamed, 
you know, I was, one day I was having like an episode where I was seeing a bunch of stuff and I was like freaking out and crying hysterically. And my mom thought it would be comforting to call my boyfriend, which I was like, please, like, no, (laughs) why would you do that? Um, Yeah, I mean, dealing privately with mental health issue stuff is torture, but also not knowing where you belong in society with it is a torture. Uh, Knowing how we treat people who are considered neurodivergent or in in the case that I believed I was experiencing schizophrenic so um anyway um one night I am listening to Tori Amos like you do and there's a line in one of her songs where she says chickens get a taste of your meat and for a second I just something clicked in my head where I thought yeah I feel like I'm getting chicken pecked by this fucking weird unnamed force that I'm not really sure what it does or if it's inside of me or outside of me or if I'm crazy or not crazy and for a moment I just felt like this fucking backbone where I wasn't afraid and I thought I will be face forward in being crazy instead of trying to run away from it. I will face the concept of embracing schizophrenia. And now I'm on the other side. Now I have the golden ticket where I could just embrace it directly instead of running away in fear of what could be and who I am. And with that, I just looked into the darkness and I said like, why are you fucking with me? Like, why are you here trying to take my energy? Why am I such an interesting person to you? Like, why even bother? Don't you have something better to do with all your intense evil power? Like, why me? I'm just some fucking dumbass kid. Like, why? And, um, I banished it. And it left. All of the darkness left. And my room felt light again. I felt like the air was lighter. The darkness was gone. And since then, I've experienced creepy shit, but I've never felt, uh, what do you call it? Like, um, I never felt afraid as I did before when I was in the denial of whatever those forces were. And, you know, sometimes when you try to pinpoint the exact dogma or psychology or theology on what those forces are, it could be very distracting to addressing them. Um, So, the fairy in my dream (laughs) who says, um, "This this is the portal to the fairy world and Y2K is the access point was right that it's not about time it's an infinite access point and it was a moment of consciousness shifting where I was thinking in um, the terms of my society which are uh, good bad crazy not crazy normal not normal Um, and I really took on and embraced something beyond the paradigm laid out for me 
so that was a shift of consciousness that probably saved me more than having a night of terror but saved me in a in a bigger way where it's very likely that that would have continued and I would have not been a functional uh you know as functional as I am now um and uh you know like I could have dropped off entirely into the the waking expression of the collective unconscious which is you know the active schizophrenic um and I think that even though that had terrified me I think that we have a lot of misconceptions and misrepresentations of those who have schizophrenia. Um, knowing several people who have full-blown schizophrenia, I would say that um, they're not malicious, they're not uh, sociopathic murderers. You know, that's a Hollywood kind of realization of schizophrenia. Also, schizophrenia isn't multiple personality disorder and sometimes um, you also see that confused in Hollywood but um, so what happened was a shifting between uh, negating myself saying I am wrong I am bad, I am fucked up, I am damned to somehow stopping (laughs) and holding myself the in tarot I think of it as the strength card the the maiden holding the lion's mouth open the bestial self and the benevolent the the higher intelligent um, angelic self coming to terms having each other's back so there's so many representations of that you know taking it on physically to to care for the animal that you are with uh, the intention of supporting each other, the the body and the mind. Um, And in this particular case, it was like I suddenly shifted from feeling like I had no place in this world, I was bad and nowhere in society would take me and creating the duality between the um, uh, bad me and society into the duality of the inner self and saying, no, I'm not against me anymore. I'm on my own fucking side. I have my own back and everything else is what it is. And I will face it directly because I'm no longer at odds with who I am, um, even though I may not know who that is <laughs> or what's happening. I know I have my own back and I will stand up for it. So it's a confusing story um and one thing that's important about the strength card is the infinity symbol above her head and i guess both of their heads but um that means uh, everlasting it's like a point of entry that you could always find and that you should always find so it's not a point of time and space to have strength it's something that is happening all the time how you're tending to that inner beast that that physical self and its needs and the mental spiritual self how we're taking care of the two and if they're on their own side or if we're at odds within ourselves um because
because if they were having a different relationship, it could be a very scary thing. It could be murderous and torturous, but for them to find empowerment in holding each other, the physical beastly self and the, you know, mental self, we see unity and we see that they become one unit, which represents strength. Um, So I think strength in tarot, as far as I've seen it, doesn't really come up as just sort of a gold star compliment. Like, you're a strong person. Strength, even in saying that, like, it really only shows up when someone is having a trial, when someone is having a hardship. And strength isn't just saying, you're strong, you'll figure it out. It's saying, remember to be on your own side here. Remember to take care of your body and mind and have your body and mind take care of themselves. Because you're at, you're at a, a point where you need to have that inner union to be on your own side. Because without that, without that key, that, that fairy portal, you will easily tear yourself apart before any other forces can. So for anyone who's feeling like they don't trust themselves, I would encourage you to take a moment to say, yes, I may be fucking crazy. Yes, this world may be fucking crazy, but I have my own back. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to take care of myself physically, and my physical self is going to take care of my mental self, and my mental self is going to take care of my physical self. I'm going to be on my own fucking side, and I'm going to do it with kindness and love and solidarity with myself as I go into this world and spread that kindness to all around me. Okay, so um, this is uh, being recorded during the famous year 2020, (laughs) where everything is crazy, Um, and a lot of us are dealing with our own mental health issues, and that can make us feel alienated, isolated, it can make us feel ashamed, it can make us want to sever parts of who we are so that they don't hurt us anymore. Um, but as an experiment, I'd like everyone who feels in tune with that to try to show yourself, um, an unconditional love as you would towards, you know, a pet or a child, you know, just embracing and holding space and saying, it's okay, it's okay, you big dumb animal, like, you're fine and we're here together, and whatever the fuck is happening, I have your side, and I am on your side, and whoever you are, I'm encouraging you to be on your own side too, sending you love in this insane universe, good night.